What's up, everyone? It's episode 31 of the Journey Doses podcast with Ash and Ty. We are here today to give you a little RV life update. We're going to talk about the ins and outs, the pros and cons, what's been great, what's been challenging as of late, and we're approaching some anniversaries. Yeah, um, one year of actually living and traveling, two years of living in an RV, four years of relationship, (laughs) and that boils us down into a really interesting day-to-day life on the road. Yes. And that's really what this is about. This is not like, we've done an RV life update where we were talking about like where we've been, where we're going, and what we're doing. This is more of like what it's been like to live in the RV together on a day-to-day basis. So uh, this RV life update. Okay, so we're talking about RV living, not just like where we've been, but also some challenges and some, some pros and cons. So... I want to talk about one idea that's been challenging for me, which is oscillating. Remember when I used that word when I brought it up originally? I'm oscillating between the present moment and the future. And the present moment is I'm so grateful to have this RV. It's truly a home on wheels. Like we've made this upgrade, right? Like I'm so grateful to be in this present moment where we've created this lifestyle for ourselves where we can travel we can work from anywhere every place is new you know we're we're truly adventuring it's so unusual and very special and I want to be in the present moment and just live here in this moment now but as part of this process of like looking forward and where we know we want to root down somewhere someday and where is that going to be and envisioning what that part of our life is going to look like and calling it in, you know, being very clear, being very intentional about we want a little bit of land and we want some farm animals and we want this and that and we want it to be in this part of the world. It's really hard to look at the future and visualize it and not live in the future. I've always been a very future thinker and so I'm always looking ahead and it just makes it really hard for me to be in the present moment. And I, that's my, that's been my challenge because I want to be grateful for the lifestyle we've created for ourselves with living in the RV. But I, sometimes I catch myself thinking quite often about, Ooh, it's going to be so nice to have space. And like, I'm going to, 
you're going to be able to have your gym where you do all of your work with your clients and you can have your own space to work out and I'm going to have a studio space where I can do all of my arts and crafts and everything. And space is one example of like why I get so excited about where we're going to root down. Yeah. So let's practice reframing with this. Just this quick example. We could do this with any challenge, anybody's challenge in any aspect of life. How can you use this challenge that you're experiencing right now to fulfill the future desire of what you crave? Can you say that again? I got so distracted in my head with something else. (laughs) How can you use this current challenge to stoke the fire and flame of what you desire for the future? How can you reframe the challenge to make a gift for the future? Do you have an answer for you? If you think you have an answer, go ahead. Well, this goes for any challenge. How do you how do you reframe any challenge that you go through? You reframe it into what it is serving you for. So right now you're looking forward to the future because what you're saying is right now I don't have a lot of space. I don't have all the things I want. Life doesn't look necessarily exactly the most comfortable as it could for the future. So right now recognizing that you really desire those things for the future that's your inspiration to create or I should say your inspiration to explore the world right now mm-hmm. to know exactly what you want that future to look like yeah so it's like the idea of I like I've been saying quite a lot Just lately keep that inspiration for what you know that future is going to be Well, I'm thinking about it in the sense of do something now that your future self is going to thank you for. And so if I can look ahead and say, I want the house, I want that space, I want that expansiveness, instead of looking at what I want and living in that space of what I want, I can use that inspiration to do something today that that version of myself can be that much more fulfilled. And so I can look at that and say, okay, that's inspiring me. That gives me clarity on what do I need to do today to make that happen. But also as I'm talking about it, I'm thinking like it's also about an intention and a mindset. Like when I look at what I have in the future or what I want in the future, actually I like the way I said it the first way. When I look at what I have in the future, Mm. I think I need to be careful about making sure that I'm not thinking about that from a perspective of I don't have it now. And that's the other layer of this challenge when I use the space the limiting space as an example, I think, oh, I can't really paint maybe as much as I want to because I don't have the space to like get messy and and store supplies. Um, it, that's, I guess, all I need to say for that. But maybe I don't have the studio space like I envisioned, like I know I will have someday, but how can I paint in the living scenario that I have now. Like, don't hold myself back from doing things that I want to do and I can do now. I'll just paint outside and I'll I'll limit myself to how much supplies I can have and the canvas I paint on. I'm just trying to make an example of um, not limiting myself by not having what I want to have in the future now. Yeah, I mean, this could be... Anybody can use this tool to, like... Um, understand that whatever challenge you're going through right now or whatever lack you feel can be used as motivation for what you are striving for, but Mm -hmm. not expect it. Yeah. Um, So more challenges, or do you want to go into a positive aspect of something that you're 
You want to start with a positive or you want to start with a challenge? I guess I just want to cap what I'm saying by with a positive note, which is this challenge of oscillating between the present and the future and all these layers that I'm talking about. It is a reminder for me of the power of being in the present moment and I feel so much more happy when I'm focusing on what's in front of me right now and the life that I'm living right now and how grateful I am for it and all of the resources that are already available to me and I just feel so much more happy when I live in the present moment so for me as a future thinker it's a constant practice of doing that and in the lens of this conversation about living in the RV it's just a constant practice for me to be like wow this living living in this RV is so awesome. I can't believe we've acquired such amazing upgraded space and we get to be wherever we want and just taking that time daily to um, be grateful for that. Yeah, in my own experience of coming into the present moment, I feel like for me, back living at home, there was so, so much less to look forward to. So being on the road, it, everything is constantly changing. So I feel like I'm more present because the change is present. Like I'm, I'm always kind of in a state of exploration in where we are these days, which brings me into the present moment. Um, so although I've had my moments of looking forward to being in a house and having community and certain other things like that, I'm much more present in our day-to-day because I'm enjoying what we're doing right now a lot. Um, cool. So, challenges for me. Okay. It's pretty much just being around Ashley all the time. <laughs> just kidding. Um, for me right now, the biggest challenge is not having regular community. Like, seeing my friends and family, or being around friends and family, being around a gym environment that I know and I know the people there having that support regularly and not like support they're not doing anything for me but like just the interaction and the socialization is something I'm really missing yeah it's hard to build the community that you'd like when you're constantly moving there's a different kind of community that we could probably be tapping more into which is the the nomadic community and you really develop relationships still online with people. So it's not the same. Like you're, you're just moving around and it's hard to have that in person. It's just not the same, you know, being in person with people, but also there's that other layer of the fact that Tyler and I are like, we really don't know anyone else that's really doing it. Like we're doing it. Like people live in the van and they do it. Definitely. They're going to do it for a year, do it for six months, do it for summer. But to have like, the massive 40 foot fifth wheel that is literally a home could be big enough for three kids if we wanted it to be and but not in that phase of life yet yeah i mean we're pretty much living beside a bunch of retirees you know yeah and that's fine but it's not really our people or young families that have like two to three young kids and that's not really our people either because we're not in that phase of life yeah we're we're single and we're fucking crazy we need some single crazy friends wait wait i said we're single (laughs) (laughs) we're We're single together look at the audio on this track i'm gonna have to definitely edit that um sorry for screaming into your ear people we're single together we're single together we don't have kids i want to yeah i want very different i want to reframe because this is kind of what we're doing with our challenges here 
Um, again, so like what I just shared was that the challenge for me is not having regular community because I know I'm missing this right now. I know what it means to me. That's such a great, yes. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. So what I know is, is that for sure, when we do root down, I know that this is going to be important to me. I know that this will be a value of mine that I will build in whatever static place that we community in person community. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So next challenge. You're, you're, you're up. You're up, babe. Well, I only had come prepared with one. You don't have any, you you got plenty other challenges. I think I could. I'm so distracted by the audio from Instagram. All right. Well, here's a challenge for you. Um, how about working on a computer, oh, sitting oh, in the you. same chair yes. all day, thank you, yes. hearing me? Okay, I, you prompted me enough. Yay, Thanks. look at what I did. Good job. Okay. Here's a challenge. We are working nomadically. We are working from home. We are both working in this 40-foot-long, 400-square-foot space. She works there. I work there. And my work is all day long, 9 to 5. But half sometimes I'm in meetings where I don't have to talk. Sometimes I'm not in meetings at all. Tyler's work, he's always talking. And it's... No. Yes, you're always talking. Mm. The point is you're always on a meeting talking to uh, people. Yeah. I'm not always on meetings I'm talking to people. Always interacting. Yeah, so the point is I sit here at the kitchen table and Tyler is... 15 feet away from me in his workspace that is all open and uh, every morning I have to hear him say what's up so and so like <laughs> okay we're gonna roll out the glutes now okay two more minutes okay 30 more seconds okay 10 more 10 more you can do it push 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 or whatever the heck you're saying and or sometimes you also have themes of the day where like there's certain topics that you're like, oh, I just had this dream. And you talk about that to every client. That's I don't want to like make your true. clients feel not special because your conversations are definitely going to be different with each person. But it'll be like, hey, I just had this concept and idea and I'm curious. Like, What do you think about this idea? And so I have to hear you talk about that with everyone all day long. And then sometimes you talk about me or you talk about things that we're doing in life. And so I take my headphones off. I'm like, what's this fool talking about me for? And should I, should I tell everybody listening what i told my client yesterday morning about this kinky no. thing that you want to do no come on everybody wants no no to no, no no everybody give a thumbs up listening on instagram if you want to hear what kind of kinky thing ashley wants to do that i was telling my clients yesterday i didn't say i wanted to do it i asked you the question about how you would feel about it i never said i wanted to let's be very clear <laughs> and i will show you the receipts okay oh yes okay. but anyways i want to make finish my point which is about you know we're talking about rv life and some of the challenges since we both work from home it can be challenging to have to navigate just giving each other space to do work and i like i simply just have to listen to you i really don't have any choice (laughs) but i put headphones on to try to drown out but i can still hear you and i don't really want to have like stuff going into my ear all day long i like silence yeah me too so it's hard because I don't want like music or podcasts or whatever going in in the ears. So what I've tried to ask you to do is to consider doing some calls outside when the weather's nice and you haven't done that yet. Well, it's only just begun to get tolerable, so okay. literally within the last week. Well, then we'll check back in on this topic later. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have any other um, pros or cons of that you've experienced in RV living? 
Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> one thing I wanted to get into was just um, the sexual aspect of our interactions while call this a a pro or a con, whatever you want to call it. Where are you but like, going with this? Well, so w- something that we joke about all the time, which is real for me, is that I'm really horny, <laughs> usually between two and four. Like, my body temperature is just bang, testosterone is right at that right level, and usually between two and four, I want to get down. Ashley is... Working. Working <laughs> between two and four. I'm typically not working. So... That's just been an interesting thing where, like, I'll, like, come hit on you and you're like, no, no, I'm working right now. I'm in my work zone. You can't just expect me to be down with this because I'm physically here. Yeah. Now, let me tell you why this is tricky for me. Because sometimes she is down. She is down to get down because but I'm very rare. But I'm a good employee. And I work during my nine to five, unless I'm taking she my fifth, unless I'm taking my worry. fifteen minute break. In which case, you know, you're pretty good at done in three making making that time frame work <laughs> for you. Yeah. Anyway, so that's not really been like a huge challenge. It's just been that's an, not even like really thing. RV related. That's just if it is. Two, if, no if because two, we're living together around each other all, t- all yes, the time. Yes, but if two people were entrepreneurs and working or working from home in the same house, that would apply to them too. That's yeah, not it's RV the, it's specific. The, it's the truth of our RV experience. Okay. Cool. RV related things. Uh, well, actually, something more recently has just been how boring this place has been (laughs) I haven't really liked where we are right now we're kind of far from somewhere that is reasonably cool the closest town is the closest gym is and that's just been kind of an unmotivating part of being here for a full three weeks so the reason why we're in this particular location is because we have the thousand trails membership they this is a program that has RV parks in most places in the country and since we pay for the membership we can stay here for free and we are on a budget we uh are working on expanding that bank account Mm -hmm. and until then we are fortunate enough to be able to use the thousand trail system and there's a lot of thousand trails parks in texas where we are right now but they tend to be on the outskirts of the cities so yeah, if, that means about like an hour to an hour and a half from anything that cool. So we tend to be kind of in Hobunk, Randomsville. Yeah. Um, but as we get closer and closer into 2023 20, and we just do that. 23? 2023. Oh, 2023. Got it. As we get closer and closer into that year and into the next chapter, you know, in year of RV living, I foresee us being able to spend the money to stay at RV parks that are closer to the cities and closer to the places that we want to explore. And I know that that's going to be in our future, but until then, as we just continue to adjust and modify the way that we make money and how we're spending money, we just kind of have to sacrifice a little bit and kind of be on the outskirts or even like boondock on the outskirts, right? We would always, I would always pay to stay at an RV park in a city because you and I are the kind of people that 
with traveling, we like to explore the cities, the culture, the community. Yeah. Like, what's the environment? What's the coffee shop like? We're not as much like the kind of RV people where we're like, what's the best hike in this area? Which is funny because I think most like young van lifers are like, what's the best hike? Yeah, you're definitely correct on that one. I mean, I like being out in nature. That's the tricky thing is I actually love being parked in these more naturistic locations, mm-hmm. but I don't like being so far away from the people. Yeah. So if there were, like, a sick, like, cool community of people out in this area, like, camped next to us, I'd probably have a blast. But that's just not the case. I'm very, very socially oriented. And if we weren't working Monday through Friday, we would have more flexibility to drive into the cities when we wanted, but we're working, so... And gas money. And gas money, and yeah, so there's some limitations, but anyway, I guess, you know, this episode was really just to pop on and talk a little bit about some of the pros and cons we've been experiencing, some of the challenges... Um, if anyone's considering RV living to any extent that's listening, you know, you can take this as food for thought for yourself. Um, what are some after, well, I think we can do a proper RV living anniversary episode in about a month or so, Mm. but until then, what are some like top level shares that you would share with people who are interested in RV living that they would want to consider in terms of their lifestyle and choosing this lifestyle? Well, people, you should really listen to what I have to say. Um, When it comes to RV living, there will never be a good time to do it. As as for anything. But for this topic, yeah. For sure. Yeah, as goes for anything. Just fucking do it. And, um, you know, maybe you're saying, well, I have kids. Well, I have a job. Blah, 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 blah. Like I said, there will never be a good time. You know, we've talked in the past about things that we've had to leave and things that we've had to sacrifice. There's always going to be a sacrifice with anything. It doesn't matter what you do. If you're going to challenge the way that you live and try to find a fulfilling life, it's going to be fucking challenging. And um, what was the question again? (laughs) Just some major shares that you would... Oh, and getting started. Yeah, or anyone would be considering. The other thing I was going to say was just expect it to be hard. I don't like that. No. Yeah. I mean... No, it, it, I don't like that. Well, okay. You're telling about, people to expect it to be hard. I would rephrase yeah. and say what you've already been saying, which is you, RV living isn't easier. It's challenging in different ways. But you don't need to it to be hard and uh, difficult and negative. It's, gonna be it's not a... Ne- I'm, okay, let me, let me rephrase. It is challenging in a good way. Anything challenging doesn't have to be bad. It's always going to be perspective. But when you tell people to expect it to be hard, people are going to say hard is negative. Like hard is difficult. Hard is hard. Okay. Like I said, it's challenging in a good way. Yeah. So. Do you think that like in regards to, hmm, are there any skills you've had to build living in an RV? I have had to learn how often I have to empty the black pink tank. Black tank. You mean our shitter? <laughs> how and how often? That's a skill you feel like you've had to learn? I'm just kind of trying to make a joke here, but yes, I've had to learn how to dump the shitter. No, I don't accept this. Okay. A real um, skill. Oh, actually, learn. yes. Yes, I do have an answer to that one. It's actually pretty good. Before this RV living situation we found ourselves in. I know what you're going to say. No. Oh. Um. Shit. I don't even know what you're thinking. Let me finish my answer. Okay. Uh, 
I would have classified myself as someone who was not very spontaneous. I would have, like, put myself in this bubble that, oh, I'm not very spontaneous. I'm just not that kind of person. I'm not a very spontaneous person. Story. Story about myself where I was trapping myself into not being spontaneous or taking spontaneous action. Mm. But living in the RV has sort of pushed me into this space where I kind of have to be a little spontaneous because you can make plans to, like, drive west tomorrow and then if you wanted to you could decide to drive east like we really can do what we're doing from anywhere which leaves room for so much opportunity so much change so much fluctuation and some things that might be in your control and might not so that's like there's an element of spontaneity there where you have to kind of embrace it is the point like I'm not saying like oh sometimes you can't control stuff and you just have to go with the flow I'm saying go with the flow and be spontaneous about it like allow the road to pull you left when you thought you were gonna go right and just like be cool about it like you never know what opportunities are gonna be there so it's about being spontaneous and just living the adventure and I even think about that with where we're parked right now, how you were saying this is a pretty boring spot. And I'm thinking, I don't know if the next spot's going to be any more interesting. It could be boring there too. But I try to have this mindset of like, it will be whatever it will be. And I'm going to be spontaneous. It's sort of my way of being spontaneous and just being like, I'm going to embrace whatever is there. I think that's more adaptability, but... There's a lot of different ways you can say it, but I do feel like... I have more of a spontaneous nature than I did before living in an RV. I agree with you. Adaptability, of course, is another great one. Yeah. Um, For me, I feel... Well, what I was going to say for you is, in general, just, like, your real game, meaning, like, on Instagram, her real game is gone, like... I don't think that has to do with RV living. I honestly just think that has to do with, like, when I decided to do reels. Reels were popping off when we lived in a house, and I'm a late adopter. I was like... What's this real bullshit? I'm like, whatever. Yeah, I'm too cool to be on trend. I'm just talking about it's relative to our our RV experience. Because we started living more nomadically, you started to share. Share all. Yeah, I had that. more content, and more same, f- exciting same stuff. I, I would sure. say for me, like, 100% hopping on social media for the purpose of marketing myself through reels has been a skill set that I've definitely grown. Yeah. And just learn to adopt a little bit more Mm -hmm. just working i mean many aspects of working virtually creating content online and just sharing what you're doing and building a community Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. which is what we're doing right now right there thank you guys for listening to this episode tune in for some more good good